Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Smashtopia episode of Super Cast Brothers. Oh, buddy, it's time. It's it's time for this one. So, guys, uh, hey, it's Zantok, otherwise known as Lister. Over there, we've got Jono, otherwise known as John. Please, Happy no. New 2022, baby. It's Re the time. Oh, dear. Restart to stay up to date. Your version of Windows 10 is near the end of the Oh. Apparently, I do need the update. Later, Windows. Latest. We got we got shit to do here. So, uh, this episode is going to be an interesting one. Uh, you can tell from the title who we're working on. But, if you don't know who that is, you oh. are in for a treat of sorts. Literally. Oh, um, so, here's what happened. Here, here's why we're doing this character. So, when we were making the schedule for Season 3, uh, we were like, Oh man, look! There's going to be a Smashtopia episode on Christmas week. It's like, oh shit, we should do something for Christmas. And so, we went looking around for character ideas. And then, like, a couple months later or something, I realized, Oh god, the schedule's actually off by a week. That episode's not the week of Christmas. And we debated if we wanted to still keep the Christmas episode. We were just like, yeah, fuck it. Screw it. The, uh, I, I looked through the next several years how, how the schedule would look like. We're never going to have one happening the week of Christmas, apparently. It's like, screw it. We'll do it now. So no. we were like, okay, let's do something that's, uh, you know, wintry, holidays, Santa-y or something. And so we started looking for characters. And there were honestly no characters that both of us were kind of like, yeah, sure, let's do them. Most of them were just like, meh. I was like, okay, so there's that snowman character from Clay Fighters. Elf Bowling Elf. There's Elf Bowling Elf. There's, I mean, we could have done fucking Jack Skellington. Bowling the Kingdom Bowling. Hearts version. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, there, there wasn't really anything that we were just like, oh man, this would be cool. And then we stumbled on this guy. Enter... Ninja Bread. Actually, yeah, no, for wow, I'm a little off, I guess, apparently. But enter Ninja Bread Man. This is just how wild this is, this, like, this, this character. Ninja Bread Man comes from a game called, well, Ninja Bread Man. Uh, it's very much shovelware on the Wii. We, are, we have chosen a character from a game that is abhorred. It's considered one of, the, one of if not the worst game on the Wii. Uh, and it exists because this com this company whose name I'm forgetting, but Jono can say it right now. Uh, Data Design Interactive. There we go. They were like, hey guys, let's make a new Zool game. And then we can show it to the people that own, own Zool. And they can give us money to make it all. And they hated it. So what did this company do? They chopped up each of the levels they had planned for this new Zool game. And made a different shovelware game out of them with the exact same gameplay. It's just, oh look, you have different characters for like Ninja Breadman, Anubis the Second, uh, Rock and Roll Adventures, and there was like one or two others. As one might expect, none of these did well, and the company died. But we decided, you know what would be fun? Let's take this concept, and I'm yeah, I'm using the word concept for a reason. This concept of a Ninja Breadman 
and make him into a Smash Brothers character. He's a gingerbread man and a ninja. That's really all there is to it. Uh, we watched gameplay of the game. You could beat the game in like 30 minutes. There are three levels, including the tutorial, which, holy yikes. Yeah. And yep. you just fight cupcakes by swinging your sword or shooting out like a, a gumdrop or something and then collecting rods to turn on a teleporter. And then that's the end of the oh, level. Yeah. So you do that yep. three times. The whole game's done. And we decided, Amazing, perfect. let's make a troll episode for Christmas. <laughs> Merry belated Christmas. I told you guys to good you. luck at the end of the last On Topic. If you wanted to try and figure out who it was, let us know. Did you do it? Because I bet you didn't. The only way they could have is if they thought the Christmas, and I doubt it. The only uh, way yeah, they could have is if we yeah. told them. <laughs> Or if they knew that this was the thing, they were just like, you know what would be funny? A ninja bread man. Because that's pretty much what our <laughs> thoughts were. It's like, sure, uh, screw it. Why the fuck not? I I remember when this game was on store shelves. And I remember seeing just dozens See, I, and dozens. I feel like I vaguely dozens. remember it. Because like, I've known mm -hmm. the name Ninja Bread Man for years. I just didn't know anything about it. Until right. you were just like, I, I'm pretty sure, I think you were the one that found it and suggested us doing it. I was just like, Holy mm -hmm. shit, actually, that could be fun. Because yeah. a lot of, most yeah. of the times we do episodes, it's like, okay, characters have these things about them. Pick a moveset out of these things. And sometimes characters have very limited options. Sometimes they have too many options, arguably. Ninja Breadman arguably has nothing other than the concept of being a gingerbread man and a ninja. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he has his swords and. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very odd game. And I, I feel like we've I'm pretty sure we approach this character in different ways, which you know, I that's always fun when we do that. Because it gets yeah. it creates a more interesting episode, I think. I agree, of course. But before we can actually get into Ninja Breadman, we gotta do our Smashtopia showcase. Yeah. Well, we have each picked out a so character and something else uh, that we have previously put on the Smashtopia wiki that was not a part of an episode, just stuff that we did on our own. And we'd like to have a little bit of a moment to just talk about those things. And I actually forgot to bring up the links to mine, so if you want to go ahead and start with your character. Oh, what a twisted web we weave, Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, sure. Good so movie. my character that I'm going to showcase today... <laughs> I'm something of a scientist myself. Um, so, or or Marth then is something of a prince himself, Prince of Altea, in fact. Wait, Marth, um, but he's already in Smash. Yeah, well, I put him up on the wiki anyway. So you made a new version of Marth. Essentially, I mean, almost everything about him is the same, but he does have a new extra skill. Oh. Um, but, you, you know, there's not a whole lot that I think you can do new to Marth without it seem, seeming gratuitous, because the, the basis of the moveset is such a standard in Smash that it blossomed into, like, 80 other characters. That's fair. So, I, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Marth's moveset. I've been playing it for 20 years. I said, let's keep the basis. And I was excited to use the extra skills because of a little thing called Fire Emblem Heroes. So... Marth and all of his iterations and heroes have different skills that you can apply to him. 
I chose an offbeat one called Pivot, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which uh, is a sidestepping move. Uh, whenever Marth uses the move, it'll uh, allow him to kind of grab onto another character near him and swap spaces to avoid a projectile or, or another move. And it works on items and certain types of platforms, I guess, objects. Um, so it's just an offering a leg up in a tight situation. Plus, it's called Pivot, so fans of Fringe will uh, have that to enjoy, too. It's definitely an, it's a good kind of new ability, because if you think they're going to be attacking you, um, I mean, you could just say, like, well, why not just attack yourself instead of pivoting, but mm -hmm. maybe they're about to hit, maybe there's a bob on behind you, and you can make them hit that instead. Yeah. It was, it was fun, and I was excited to do that for Marth, because it's such a low-key move, and I feel like not every... Not every extra skill needs to be something key. big and yeah. grand. Exactly. Sometimes they should be small things. Precisely. It's a very minor move that can change the turn of a, of a tight battle. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's cool. And I feel like it fits Marth because he's a fencer and you don't really get a whole lot of fencing adjacent moves out of his character yeah. in Smash. So having that is, is a nice note to that. All right. Well, there was a little bit more to Marth that you changed up from the uh, official Smash version. And that's in the alternate costumes. Like, you have the standard uh, eight that we see in Smash Ultimate, but then you added in sure. two extra ones, which we usually yeah, do with Smash. Yeah. So we usually have ten ults, just, like, have a little bit more playroom uh, compared to right. Smash just having eight. But what do you have for nine and ten? Uh, Legendary Hero and Legacy Hero. Speaking of Fire Emblem Heroes, these are, these are costumes from there. Legendary Hero outfit being him and a little bit more of a grander, almost like a kingly... Um, estate uniform with uh, cotton regalia or, or fur regalia. Um, he doesn't have the fire emblem like he does in the artwork, though. And I point that out because I have Marth as a non shield character and I have Lucina, who I did way earlier in Smashtopia, holding the shield. Mm -hmm. um, didn't want, just didn't want to do that twice because it would defeat the purpose of decloning Lucina. I mean, um, he could still carry the shield and do nothing with it. Also, Gandorf has carried his sword and done nothing with it. Yeah. True enough. Yeah. Legacy hero. Uh, Marth, but in like his young boy outfit because. It's it's pretty much his outfit, an yeah. updated version of his outfit from the original Fire Emblem game. Yeah. Where yeah. he was wearing sandals in tiny ass shorts. And it's very weird to look at the art for it. It's like, what were you doing? Yeah. Holy balls. <laughs> And I say that because they are short shorts. <laughs> it, it, they, it's like they almost wanted to go like a like a Greek hero kind of thing, mm. with it, and it just looks awful. Well, older Fire Emblem games definitely they not just the whole style it. of the art itself, but just the style of like how they design the characters and their outfits. It's so different, old Fire Emblem versus new Fire Emblem. Um, yeah, in, like when they took the. Uh, they don't really update them that much, I don't feel like, mm -hmm. in the Shadow Dragon remake. Maybe they did, I'm just not remembering correctly. But for uh, for Gaiden, when they updated mm -hmm. it into Shadows of Valentia, that, those, that was a much better job with the costumes, because holy shit, my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they looked like uh, clay fighters in the original Gaiden. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's what you have for Marth. I mm -hmm. 
the, the character I want to show up today is a character that's, well, it's not been in Smash before. And it never fucking will. Because this guy is from a Flash game. And it's Burrito Bison. I fucking <laughs> love the Burrito Bison games. If you ever play one of the games where it's like you're essentially catapulting a character and you see them bounce across the ground and you're trying to get them to be launched as far as possible, that's the kind of game Burrito Bison is from. But Burrito Bison has three games to his name uh, where he's the, where the first one basically hits, he gets sucked into a candy land through a bag of gummy candy in a supermarket. And <laughs> they, they, they pretty much steal him to force him to go up against their uh, wrestling champion, the Jawbreaker. And, you know, mm -hmm. he kicks Jawbreaker's ass and he's trying to get home and he's just bouncing all these gummies around as he goes through. And then he comes, and then, you know, the second game, he realizes, oh God, I left my wallet there. I can't buy the food I was going to buy. So he jumps back in to get his wallet. And then the third game is like, all right, we are sick of this fucker. So the gummies invade Burrito Bison's world. It's like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. But uh, for Burrito Bison, uh, this one was a challenge for me to kind of build because it's a launcher flash game. What the fuck do you do to make this guy into a fighting character in Smash Brothers? Took a little bit. Uh, but for, for his standard special, I just have this being launch where it's like you're literally taking the main mechanic of the game. Uh, instead of uh, wrestling belts, bars, what what do you call that? The the things that they lean against. I don't do wrestling. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what wrestling. I don't like watch ropes. it. Yeah, ropes. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Jesus Christ! Like a set of ropes <laughs> appear behind him, and with the once you are holding this move with the controls, you can kind of like pull back on it to have him. Uh, kind of push himself back against the ropes, you let go, he gets sent flying. And depending on where you had the control stick being able that'll change where his flight path is. Uh, so he can just smack into characters going to tackles with that. Uh, he can, if he lands on the top of them just right, you can uh, do a footstool jump on him, and then, which will cause damage, and then he can keep on going, just like the mechanics in his own game. Uh, it's kind of nuts, honestly. The fact, just like putting that move in there, and you can even use it in the air, but you can only hold onto the special move button for three to five seconds, and then he automatically gets launched. So you can't just hang in the air indefinitely. Mm -hmm. That'd be broken as shit. Mm -hmm. uh, you also can't use it to send him like flying backwards or straight down, but you can go mostly straight up if you want to do that. Uh, his side special, no special that I created for him, actually come from. Okay, well, let me, let me mention this. In Burrito Bison, the other main mechanic besides launching is that when you're in the air, and a lot of the other launching games have something similar to this, but he has an ability called Rocket Slam, which lets him immediately dive straight down uh, with rockets that are attached to his... What do you call that? His underwear? I'm just going to call it his underwear. I don't know what the fuck you yeah. call that that wrestlers wear, so let's <laughs> call it his underwear. Because fuck it. Rockets appear, and they just cause him to go straight downwards with a lot of force. But in the third Burrito Bison game, uh, two friends join him through the game. Those being um, mm -hmm. Pineapple Spank, who has a grapple that she can shoot out, and El Pollo, who can kind of fly like a chicken. His ability is called Fly the Chicken, and that is his side special. It's kind of awkward to envision and describe, but basically Burrito Bison will kind of like, kind of Superman himself. Just, he'll just like kind of dive and do a Superman of sorts, which lets him kind of do a motion like this to uh, move, give a little bit of horizontal right. movement. It's not like, like the flying mechanic in Brawl, um, but you you get, 
Kind of like how you used to try and sell me on Waluigi swimming through the air. Kind of like that, but he's just supermaning it. And it's only for a little bit. Nice. But then his nice. up special is the pineapple grapple. So he pulls out the grappling gun from Pineapple Spink and he just fires it up diagonally into the air. However, this grapple does have some slight homing to it, so it'll prioritize ledges and then other fighters if there's not a ledge near. Uh, additionally, if you hold down the up special button, you can choose where to shoot the grapple instead of just diagonally up. So you can shoot it straight to the side or straight up. And when you do this, instead of pulling whatever you hit towards you, it pulls you towards them. It's an op <laughs> It's the opposite of Scorpion's get over here. So I love it. Nice. Nice. Uh, and then his down special is the rocket slam. So I gave him all the abilities from all three of them. So he just basically will go straight downwards. Uh, and if he footstool jumps somebody while doing this, it will well it will cause like a meteor smash towards them, but also send him flying back up. So there's that as well. Very nice. It, it's kind of like a uh, a day to day down special, but instead of dragging somebody down, hitting them will bounce you back up. Mm -hmm. uh, his final smash. When you are flying through the air in the Burrito Bison games, if you go up above the clouds, the clouds are cotton candy. You become yourself surrounded by cotton candy, and then when you smash down to the ground, it comes down without a greater impact, which this is called a sweet impact, because, you know, cotton mm -hmm. candy's sweet. So mm -hmm. for this final smash, you know, a pair of the wrestling girls will appear behind Burrito Bison, send them flying in a straight line. If you hit somebody, cinematic, you see the character... Uh, that he hit that's looking all confused and they're just like a bunch of little gummy bears running, looking terrified. And you just see Burrito Bison just like smashing, smashing. And all of a sudden he goes <laughs> up in the air, surrounded by Cotton Kenny, bounces down on the character in a sweet impact, knocking them out. And then for his extra skill, uh, also in this game, there are special kinds of gummies that you can buy in the shop and encounter uh, on the map when you're going through things. And they will cause different things to happen when you run into them. Some of them, most of them, they're all good at like helping you move forwards. Some have a priority on giving you just distance. Some give you more money. It kind of depends. But for his mm -hmm. extra skill, I have this call. I call those special gummies. By tapping the extra skill, Breeder Bison will pull out a little candy bag. And he'll just carry it out with him until you use a special move. If you press the extra skill button again, he'll just put the candy away. When you use a special move, once the gummy bag is out, when the gummy bag is out, the move will change into a special gummy move. You can only use each special gummy move once per stock. So for the standard special one, I have uh, it's called Lieutenant Gel E Boom because that's what the special gummy is called in Breeder Bison Three, which has uh, Breeder Bison appear inside of a barrel, kind of like a DK barrel, but much smaller, uh, and it's it spins similar to the barrel cannon item. But you can alter the angle that you're going to be fired out of it, and then it will be fired out with force greater than what you would get from a launch move. But the angling that you have on it is considerably lessened. Uh, it'll also explode, so causing some damage out wherever that would be, whether it was at before you get launched out. For the side special, you have Rocket Rider, which is kind of like, um, you, you know those uh, coin-operated bull machines that you can ride on? It kind of looks like that, but, as a, <laughs> but like, like as a rocket version of it? Which, mm -hmm. you know, Breeder Bison rides on top of it, kind of like Villager's uh, gyroid that he can do. And he can just travel on that, and then when it hits something, it'll explode. Chubby Gummy is the one for the up special, which comes from the original Breeder Bison game. I think Rocket Rider... No, Rocket Rider comes from Breeder Bison 2, actually. Chubby Gummy, he's on a, a fat pink gummy bear. And he just... He, latches, he grabs onto it from behind... 
bounce up, smash down. Gummy goes everywhere. It's gross. The chubby gummy is dead. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, but this time, it's basically uh, the difference between it and uh, Pineal Snake. Obviously, you know Pineal Snake is a graphic, but this one's more like a uh, a, a straight up and down, kind of like the Rocket Slam, but now we have to have it for an up special, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can Meteor Smash. I'm trying to see what else some of my details were. Uh, when it reaches the height of its travels, it begins to plummet downwards. They do not go straight down, but they do fly like straight forwards in a small arc slightly over. And the gummy that explodes doesn't really do anything. It's just kind of a fun aesthetic. Pepper right. gummy is what we got here for the down special, though. And pepper gummy is essentially uh, like Sonic Spin Dash or Jigglypuff's rollout. Uh, he is he he ate a, ch a pepper gummy, and now he is on fire. And he's spinning really fast, trying to get rid of the fire. Why he thinks this will work, I don't fucking know. But it's what he does. Uh, but when you mm -hmm. let go of it, he'll go flying forwards. But unlike Jelly Plus Rollout, you cannot switch directions of the roll. You can only cancel out of it after you've ro been rolling for two and a half seconds. So be very careful with this. Actually, two and a half seconds feels very long. I might have to change that because I don't know if there's any stage where you would be rolling for two and a half seconds from one end to the other. Without hitting something. Sure. Might need to make a change to that one, actually. But then the last one is actually for his final smash. It's called Lucky Gummy. In Burrito Bison 2, uh, there's something called the Lucky Gummy, which is kind of, which is pretty much the Nyan Cat, you know, the, or the, the Pop-Tart Cat thing. Uh, there's yeah. a, a gummy that's, he's a Pop-Tart gummy guy. He, he's holding on to this Pop-Tart or something. I don't remember the exact it's been a bit stuff. I played the game for research and scared, but it's been a while since I've actually done that. But this time mm -hmm. with the Final Smash, it's the same thing, but while he's going on his way to go up in the clouds to hit that sweet impact, he instead makes contact with a Lucky Gummy, which turns Burrito Bison into the whole Neon Cat thing where he's got like a Pop-Tart body in his head, just like, what the fuck? What am I doing? And he's got the whole rainbow trail behind him. And then instead he'll, you know, eventually crash down on the opponent. More damage more knockback than the normal version. Right. So that's pretty much it. And then all of his alternate costumes are based on uh, his other characters like El Pollo and Pineapple Spank and then some of the different bosses that he can encounter in the wrestling arena that you essentially are bouncing off of to start each round. Jawbreaker, Chocolate Chuck, Brutus, Beaster Bunny, Bernards, Villain uh, Ice. I always have to figure out how I'm saying that one correctly. And then Juicy Beast is the name of the company and they have like a little logo character I'm just like we'll just make one where he has black clothes like the logo looks because that's funny mm -hmm. yeah i think so too that's it was uh... a wild character to build i had some difficulties yeah i, I love it too I, you're like and that's about it and you're like do you know what we just heard like oh chaos God. um i like how you you pulled it from this game that's uh Similar to the, the kind of the dynasty that Angry Birds started. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I guess, well, Angry Birds aren't really long shirt games, but they they have there's right. a, there's a, I guess there's kind of a similarity, like the initial moment of pulling something from a slingshot, right. but uh, right. different gameplay. Right, and just inherently more interesting. I mean, look at the Burrito Bison. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Burrito um, Bison, the third game, Burrito Bison Launch Libre. Uh, you can play that on mobile. It's on both the Android and iOS store. So, nice, nice. Okay, so oh. yeah, I'm a fan of it. Um, there's there's a lot to take in. So, if you like what you hear, you can read it up on the wiki too.
Yep. Mm-hmm. And you can also stare at Burrito Bison's hulking mass for as long as you need to. Yes. It looks like he has Super Meat Boy on his head. That's his mask. He's yeah. a he's a luchador. He's a lucha libre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Like him and his friends are called lucha launchers. That's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's innovative. Mm-hmm. Holy cow! Um, no, I like it. I was shocked to hear that this was happening because. I also had no idea what the hell it was. Mm-hmm. And then it came around, and it's like, ah, shucky ducky now. Would you look at Yep. What a what a bison, what a burrito. Match them together, you get this guy. You do. But what do you and have for your second friends. showcase? It's a stage. Oh. Um, and if you're, if you're going to show you Mark, then may as well show you his, uh, his home stage, right? So we, we don't always make our home stage right away on this Mastopia Wiki. Uh, for the characters, but this one was inspired. Um, Sometimes we make the home I stages first. Down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, too. I sat down, I thought, uh, what would be a good stage for Marth? Went down the rabbit hole. Uh, remember, they're going to do like this overarching Arcania thing for Melee that was scrapped early on. And that turned into Altaian Exile for me. Which was almost certainly not what Sakurai had in charge had in mind twenty years ago. Oh, not melee, but um, I think it might very well be cooler. I, I, I'm guessing he probably has something in line of what Castle Siege ended up being. I bet it was going to be something along those lines. Yeah, maybe that, but without like the transforming sections, maybe the first area or something. Yeah, uh, the first, the first yeah. two, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'll tell you an exile. Marth is, is an exiled prince. Um, that's that's a tag that is commonly um, attached to him, I think, in games like Fire Emblem Heroes or Awakening, the exiled prince or whatever, or the hero king, of course. Um, so a little bit of backstory, not really a full spoiler because it happens in the first four minutes of the game. Uh, Marth's dad is uh, murdered. Yeah. Gas. Good night. I, mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. By you, multiple times, actually, on this podcast. I mean... And Mark forced into exile. Um, So, by the uh, countries of Dolor and Grah, and they take haste. Marth escapes his castle, and and they chase him. So this is what it's based off of. Marth's um, leave from Altea to their allies, Talus. So, um, essentially, the stage is on a big old, big old wooden ship, pretty, pretty typical uh, Renaissance era wooden ship um, that you really just get a side view of in Shadow Dragon on the DS. There's a lot of uh, liberal moments you have to pull from to design the ship. Um, so I, you know, I made a stern to bow, a couple of crow's nests that you can you can hop up on. It's a it's a fairly Long stage, you can fight on the mast, etc., etc. The and I and I know it's a fairly large boat. It's roughly twice the size of pirate ship. Jesus. And so the unique thing here, mm-hmm, so the unique thing here is that you're fighting on the scope of the ship, and you just have these little pockets of water that you could fall on and almost be instantly KO'd by the ship on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the focus is on the ship because it's right. so 
big. It would be up uh, un Unlike pirate ship, water. you're not gonna. It's it's like two thirds of the stage for pirate ship are the ship, but then there's that water off to the side, and sometimes the mm -hmm. boat can move a little bit, and then like a little bit of piece of piece of something else mm -hmm. will be on the left. But this is just like just the ship itself you're fighting on, and you don't even see right. the full ship. Not really, I don't think. No, unless you have one character on one side of the stage and one character on the other to get the full view. Right. Um, but the thing is, this this fight is ongoing too between between Gras forces and and uh, Altea's. So you have Marth's party that he has at the time, which uh, mercifully doesn't include Jagan. And they're on the ship, and it's dark and stormy and and just a harrowing time for for all. And occasionally, some of Gras forces will actually fly onto the ship, and that would be. Uh, Wyvern riders because they're, they fly. Right. You know, a soldier can't fly over their own foot. So um, they'll come on stage. Sometimes you'll see Marth's retainers fighting them in the background, but sometimes they'll actually come onto the stage and you, as the players, can, can fight with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they'll have their lances or their axes and they will come down and swoop on you. Um, meet them with a few smash attacks. Basically, they're done. Uh, there's also. Ballastay, so there's ballista bolts being shot into the stage occasionally. Uh, you can see um, like this warm light on the stage where they're about to hit. Mm -hmm. So you can evade them if you're paying enough attention. But they can deal with a good amount of damage. It's like a 10-foot arrow. So I mean, <laughs> that's pretty difficult, um, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's that moment that is just a text bubble and one picture in Shadow Dragon saying, Marth left from Altea to Talus in exile and has turned into a stage. Alright. Pretty damn, pretty damn coal-eyed. I mean, so. that's definitely a lot of creativity. That's that's some Sakurai-level shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, could, I could see that working on the stage pretty well. It's not what I you would expect so out of Fire Emblem at all. Mm hmm And for Fire Emblem, that's, uh, that's a godsend because we... We need some love and innovation in that series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Honestly, I feel like... Yeah. yeah. Like, Fire Emblem's big problem is that they're just doing too much of the same stuff. Mm -hmm. But also, when it comes to, like, stages from other games, what do people think of when they think of a stage for Sacred Stones? They think of a, of a tower. What do they think of when they think of a stage from Radiant Dawn? They think of a tower. The towers mm -hmm. and castles are, just, are, are just pretty much what everybody always comes up with. There's some other things like people suggest for Awakening. Oh, a fight on on the back of Grima. It's like okay, mm -hmm. that can happen. Oh, Eric Mock Monastery was a good choice for three houses. Mm -hmm. Execution, I know. Yeah, yeah. Really, the execution is mostly just screwed up because the character models are just ripped directly from Three Houses, and they don't look good in Smash in style. No, no. That's a that's a that's mm. a common teaching on lighting systems between games, right there. <laughs> yeah, but I I, I kind of subscribe to the theory that um, the Bylip DLC was rushed. So. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But that's what we got for our uh, our showcase. So with mm -hmm. that, it's time to actually get into talking about the man of the hour, Ninja Breadman. Oh, yeah. Well, that is me, so. Well, 
Oh, wait, no, it's not. I forgot about my second showcase. So my second showcase is actually very simple. Um, I don't, when I talk about a character, I like to do either, not, not, not two characters, because holy shit, it's a lot, especially with me sometimes. Mm -hmm. But mine is an assist trophy called Big Yeetus. Uh, it comes from Fall Guys, which, what? Yeah, it's just a hammer. It's a hammer that just constantly spins. That is all it does. Uh, when it first appears uh, out of the assist trophy, it won't be um, like right where the assist trophy was opened. It'll it'll show itself, then it'll disappear, and it'll reappear somewhere else. It will just spin there for 15 seconds. It's just going to keep on spinning. And it is a hazard to anyone and anything that happens to make contact with it. Uh, your exact flight path will be determined by where the hammer hits you and where the hammer was kind of at in its motion when you made contact with it. It's like, if it could hit you right down towards the straight, it could hit you straight up. It really just depends on how everything was uh, angled together. But it just mm -hmm. stays there for 15 seconds, just spinning completely, and then once those 15 seconds are over, it disappears in a flash of smoke, and he's gone. That's... That's it. Big Yetus was added into Fall Guys halfway through season one to kind of mix up the stages a bit because in the very beginning of Fall Guys, the stages were just like there was no there was no differences between them. Every time you played on a seesaw, it would be the exact same seesaw. Every time you played on Fall Mountain, it would be the exact same Fall Mountain. But starting with uh, mm -hmm. starting halfway through season one, they added in Big Yetus, kind of mixed things up, and they also started having variants. Of maps that would just like change things up just slightly mm -hmm. and which i think was a, a very good idea it needed it fall guys i think they're yeah. in like their season season five right now or something so they've been doing pretty good i did honestly thought that they were going to exhaust themselves out and maybe they still will but they've made up farther than i thought they would agreed agreed you don't hear about them as a lot in the mainstream compared to like yeah. among us but but they're still there. Even then, Among Us, you don't hear about nearly as much anymore. It's still big, but yeah. uh, it's definitely quieted down to its niche. It, it, it's it's layers talk about it. The vast majority of people don't relate anymore. It's it's pretty much just the memes occasionally, and that's, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like, wait, I see Among Us in the chicken sandwich. I thought that was Abraham Lincoln. I saw him the other day, too. He is chasing vampires. He's what? waiting for Morbius to hit theaters. That makes sense. What do you think George Washington is doing right now? Uh, watching Disney's Hercules. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, mm -hmm. with that actually all done and said, now we can get into our actual Smashtopia with Ninja Breadman. Uh, hey, hey, look, the showcase is actually done now. Oops. <laughs> I just wondered, like, did you think you spent too much time with Burrito Bison and you're just moving on? No, I just legit no. forgot. Possibly, be, probably wow. because I spent so much time with Burrito Bison, that made me just forget. But, you know, it's well, what happens. Talk, yeah. When you talk about Pepper Gummy, I just don't know how, how you can top it. But uh, you go sideways with Big Hammer. With a Habanero? So, yep. Habanero. I, I like me a habanero gummy. I bet you you like um, habanero lumpia. I bet. I actually put habanero sauce on my lumpia. Yeah, I fucking knew it. <laughs> I knew it. 
Alright, so Ninja Breadman. We have Ninja. He's a gingerbread man. Uh, for me, my, the way I approach this character, I kind of only took the ninja... I, I didn't even look at the game's source at all. Really. Like, I watched it, but then I ignored everything uh, to come up with my own ideas. Because mm -hmm. the game just didn't have anything to it anyways, and I didn't really want to deal with that shit. Uh, and then when it came to, like, you know, being a ninja, being a gingerbread man, I leaned more hardcore on gingerbread man and candies, and ninja stuff was just kind of secondary for me and how I approached mm -hmm. this. And the part of the reason I did that was because like we don't have anything else that's really candy in Smash, or that's like potential to be in Smash that would be a focus on candy. Whereas, well, ninjas, well, we already have Green Ninja and Sheik, and there's a lot of other ninja characters that could theoretically get this back at some point, from Impa to Ryu Hayabusa, yeah, and so many goddamn more. I just like I'd rather focus on the candy for mine. But what about you? How'd you approach this monstrosity? I turned him into like a mutant warrior from the underground. Which is like Spawn made of gingerbread. Oh, that underground. But, uh, but not, so, not, so not the grand I, underground I, I, from the Sinnoh remakes. No, no. Oh, okay. It would just be like the, the CD underground with like with, with the hand. Yeah, that makes the sense. hand. Master Splinter's there. Kingpin. Uh, Toru was there. Um, so, yeah, yeah, and Hong Kong Fui too. Oh so, wow, um, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. Ninja Bread Man. Uh, okay, I I watched the game. I I researched a little more than I wish I probably would have otherwise. And I happened upon uh, a a video online that that showcased a lot of unearthed material for ninja Birdman 2 really where they were really yeah i'm remember unseen 64 i believe it is it's, it's a major channel um and they detailed like all these different weapons and, and styles of combat that were apparently going to be in this game hmm. uh i did not take directly from that i was inspired by that so you see a lot of candy elements in my moveset but you also see a fair amount of oh this is a candy adaptation of something that a ninja might do. Gotcha. So that's where I took it. And looking at my notes right now, I can see we're going to have an explosive beginning right from the start. You know what? We just might. Mm-hmm. But, wait, but wait. By the closer meaning from the start, are you meaning Antitons or are you meaning Standard Special? Oh, I mean the entrance. Oh. Well... Let's go ahead and get into that then. Okay. What do you got? Uh, like a cold stone fox, like he's shaft. Ninja Breadman comes walking out of an explosion of candy. Okay. Sword in hand, he just kind of sheaths it into place as he's walking forward in slow mo with candy exploding behind him, like an action hero. Okay. And I came up with that on the spot because All right. I actually didn't write anything down for my notes. And I was like, hey, that'd be funny. <laughs> All right. All right. So my entrance, uh, there's also an explosion, but not of candy. Uh, you see, like, a pink and blue cotton candy-like smoke because, you know, from a smoke bomb that ninjas like to do. And I, I, the reason why I have, like, pink and blue cotton candy is because originally I really wanted to have cotton candy somewhere in the moon set. But 
it didn't work out, so I just mm -hmm. put it here. Uh, yes. And so there's this smoke here, and all of a sudden you just see a sword get swung through it, causing the smoke to dissipate away and revealing Ninja Breadman waiting to fight. That's neat. I, I think I like that better because it it was made in less in more than two seconds. <laughs> that said, I mean, if we have a character someday, it's just like there's fireworks being set off from behind. I might need to revisit my Henry Fleming from Codename Steam. Okay. Have fireworks be setting off behind him as he steps out onto the field. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did I even do for his yeah. entrance animation when I made him? Because that was, that's an old moves that I did. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. It's like a 2017 or so. Yeah. Uh, oh, he just flies onto the stage majestically as he's being carried in by an eagle. Okay. I honestly that's, I don't know what's better because those are both fucking good. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Shit. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll do fireworks for another character someday. We'll, fig we'll like, figure something do, out. Do a Lincoln one and then there you go. Lincoln's in that game, but he's not playable, sadly. Mm -hmm. I don't think he is. Yeah. John Henry, maybe. That's my assist trophy from the game. But oh, still, yeah, maybe, possibly. Uh, but, anyways, uh, Kirby hat. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just had um, so there's two possibilities I wrote both down yeah. either Kirby just takes the bandana or Kirby becomes gingerbread man's head let's see, let's see I considered both of those actually but mm -hmm. then I said an Ian headband we have so many that are just headband well actually we don't have so many that are just headbands but Ryu's a headband Snake is a headband plus facial hair and I also considered having Kirby's body become like you know gingerbread but still having Kirby's facial features. But that felt weird. And I also don't like ones that yeah. do that. Because then it's like, okay, if you have multiple Kirby's on the field, how are you telling them apart very well? It's the same problem mm -hmm. I had with Game & Watch's uh, Kirby hat. But yeah. Game yeah. & Watch, you kind of... There's not much you can do. But what I decided to do instead for Ninja Breadman's Kirby hat is that for this one, Kirby's eyes and mouth will change to be made out of frosting, just like gingerbread yeah. hands. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like, you know, him becoming gingerbread or whatnot, just like he gets the frosting eyes and the frosting mouth. It's like, fuck yeah. That's great. I love it. That's horrifying and perfect. Yeah. Also, we forgot to say which eyes. entrance we were going to go with. I know no, you said uh, that you thought mine was... Okay, mine. Okay. What about Kirby hat? I mean, if you agree. I mean, I don't disagree. Uh... <laughs> Kirby hat, yours. Um, okay. It's the least typical and it works. Alright. Now we gotta go into the taunts and victory poses after this. So, first taunt, what do you got? This is gonna be the most normal thing that might happen tonight with this character. Oh, God. It's really not that crazy. Ninja Bread Man takes a piece of the collectible candy that you see around the stages in his game. Mm-hmm. And throws it into the air, catches it in his mouth, and eats it. You know what's really funny? Yeah, I almost, totally. I almost had a taunt that did that, but with three pieces of candy. Oh, nice! Instead, I had Ninja Bread Man pull out a chocolate bar that has a uh, the Smash logo on it, and he just messily just eats it like a child, and it leaves behind that like that chocolatey stain around your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. 
I'm starting to see the the, the move set and where this might go with yours too. All Neat. candy. Um. So for my second one, we may we may need to pull up a reference for this. Okay. <laughs> to forewarn you. Um. So what you're about to see on your screen is a little little picture of Ninja Birdman just kind of nonchalantly looking kind of sideways towards the camera. Uh, but you look at look at his smile. That's a smile? It look almost yeah, it practically looks like a duck face grimace. So anyway, Ninja Breadman looks straight towards the screen, almost as if he's staring into your soul. Mm -hmm, and he mm -hmm, makes mm -hmm. that duck face that he's doing in that image, and he bows towards the camera. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, sure. Okay. My second time. Uh, for this one, this is also going to be very simplistic. Uh, Ninja Breadman's headband is going to like slip down just enough that it's like covering one of his eyes and so he has to quickly readjust it uh, and put it back in place on his head that's well, all congratulations you gave him more character than than data designed interactive did in 30 minutes of gameplay hey <laughs> look at me i'm a game dev no i'm not i wish honestly look at me i can't even do a duck face no i can't so um Final uh, taunt for me. Mm -hmm. Ninja Breadman uh, takes out of his uh, pocket a uh, his ninja mask, and he puts it on, and the mask will stay on until the taunt is used again, which will prompt him to take it off, or it could be knocked off by a hard enough hit to his character. Um, but the the catch here is that the ninja mask um, looks precariously like another character who. Uh, may have been visiting Candyland at a, in another era of the... I was going to ask if, the, if why not a Zool mask. Uh-huh. Yep. It's copyright right. issues. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it, 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 it's Zool. It is Zool. I mean, he looks like Zool when he puts it on. Okay. All right. So my last taunt, I had no idea what the fuck to do. I was just like... I, n nothing I could find or think of a, as an idea sounded remotely interesting to me. I, I just couldn't think of anything. So I just threw in, as a joke, a joke that I fear that you might just go like, fuck it, we're doing it. Ninja Redman is going to dab. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know what else to do! I don't know! That is awesome. I ran out of ideas. I had an hour before we were going to record, and I was like, I don't have a third taunt. Fuck it. We're going with the meme. There's a billion characters. There's a couple of characters, like Waluigi and some other one that I forget, that we were going to consider this for. And this might be the time to do it, but we'll revisit this. Wait, did we? I don't think we ultimately chose it. If it if was it was suggested, it would have been one that you suggested. Because I know for all of you, I remember suggesting uh, breakdancing. Mm -hmm. And I think breakdancing was the one that was included because of DDR Mario Mix. Oh no! He does! That's what we get. That's his side taunt. Oh my god. I forgot that we... Okay. 
Well, choose the ah. crowd, huh? But he doesn't break dance. Apparently, we didn't give him the break dancing. Weird. Ninja Bird. So that's 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 the new taunt. Uh, that idea for Ninja Bird. It's now break dancing instead of the other thing. He can do that other meme that the kids do these days, where he like puts a shot in his arm. He's like, ooh. I don't know that. Most of your viewers will, so they'll support it. I don't. Okay. Like two of them. Okay, so break Anyways, yeah. Uh, anyways, victory poses are next. So what you got? Okay, so um, you you observed the the twenty twenty one Marvel Cinematic Universe film uh, Black Widow. Of course. Is so he doing the superhero landing? I consider yeah. that as well at one point. <laughs> Ninja Breadman falls from the sky and performs a uh, Black Widow-esque battle pose, the superhero landing, uh, while smirking towards the camera. Nice. Well, he can, he's Ninja Bread, so he kind of barely sticks his landing. There's a little bit of a wobble, but he does it. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my first one... You see Ninja Breadman drinking out of a small glass, drinking, drinking a small glass of milk. And of course, you know, as it does, looks he's like behind like a little, little milk mustache above his mouth, which he then has to wipe away with his arm. Nice. He's, instead of remember... cookies and milk, it's a cookie drinking milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. I remember these moments as a child when I thought that I was a cookie drinking milk. I bet you do. Nowadays, last night. Yeah. Moo moo. Um, so, that was pretty good. Uh, the uh, second one sees the camera zoom in towards Ninja Breadman's face mm-hmm. as he winks before shooting a uh, minor moveset thing. Before shooting a well-timed kunai, candy kunai made of peppermint, at the camera with a slingshot. So it breaks the glass and makes it tip over. Hold the fuck up. He uses a slingshot to launch a kunai. Why doesn't he just yeah. throw the kunai? Because he uses a slingshot in the game. <laughs> what? I thought the... Okay. Sure. Yep. Whatever. My yep. second one is that he's yep. holding a present. It's a gift box. And he's just like, oh my god, I have a present. I'm going to open it. And he opens it. And you know what's inside the present? A brand a new copy of Ninja Bread Man 2 for Wii U. <laughs> Is there really? That's, that's <laughs> it. That's what I wrote down. Do it. Do it. Holy We knew we were going wild with this shit. May as well have Ninja Breadman, uh, the prequel on Virtual Boy. <laughs> okay. Ninja Bread Boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is my breaking meta kind of thing right now. Uh, and not in the Facebook kind of way either. So, <sighs> Ninja Breadman performs a cyclical action motion with his katana before sheathing it. You know, like ninjas do. Sure, sure. In action movies. So he's like, which would probably look cooler if it weren't for the severe lag distorting it. So it's getting chopped up, it's in slow mo, and it's like, 
referencing the many copious game-breaking bugs in Ninja Breakman. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm -hmm. For mine, uh, I actually took a little teensy bit of inspiration from, uh, uh, what's he called, Karate Man? I think that's what it's called, mm -hmm. in Rhythm Heaven. Uh, so, you know, in Karate Man's minigame, you know, he's always doing, like, that one-two punch a lot of times to kind of knock things away. So, Ninja Breadman, he's going to be uh, doing a quick one-two punch towards the right side of the screen just as a candy cane is being tossed at him and it gets broken by the second punch. Following this, nice. Ninja Breadman will face towards the screen and bow. Nice. With a duck face. Yeah. With, a, with a face face. Yeah. Alrighty yeah. though, so that's our taunts, that's our victory points. We gotta figure out what the fuck we're going with. Yeah, we do. We do. What a what a time to be alive. <laughs> yup. Um, looking at what we <laughs> fast track here, um hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. Um so we have the we have the bowing and a taunt and a victory pose. Mm -hmm. um, as much as I enjoyed the uh, the showcase of my screenshot, <laughs> what a time that was for confusing people. Um, I feel like it might work better for your victory pose. Okay. At the same time, is that victory pose going to end up being chosen because we have five other options? Fair question. Uh huh. So, I don't know. What are, what are your preliminary thoughts here? I mean, I really like the Digibred Man too. I like that one a mm -hmm. lot. I think it's very fun. It's a nice little yeah. meta joke. Uh, mm -hmm. And we know that that's a game that will never happen. Uh, and then I also... Oh, um, I also like the one where he's eating the chocolate bar. I just I just think that's like a really fun thing to do. Sure. And he can kind of look hey, like hey. he's all kind of like losing frames and a little bit choppy. Kind of, like, honestly, kind of like how Wario moves a lot, where it's like he's... It feels... War, Wario's move in Smash has always bothered me. Because he's like... You know what I mean. Like, you see him mm -hmm. walking, but he only has, like, three frames to his animation. It's like, his foot's here, but now it's here, and now it's here. It's like, what's with this shit? I, I think it's because of WarioWare. They decided to make it weird like that. I don't know. I've never liked it. But I can kind of envision, like, the chocolate-eating animation to look like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. That's true. Yeah, I like the chocolate um, one as well, and I think it's more creative than the than the candy because the candy is taken because of the game, and then I just kind of threw it into one of Mario's animations from Mario and Luigi. Mm. <laughs> just eating a eating candy of that game. Um, so yeah, we can we can fast track that, and I think if we have the eating chocolate, we don't need eating candy. Yeah, fair. Um, likewise, Ninja Redman Two. Uh, yeah, I like that too. That was a mind-breaking moment for me in this life of mine. So um, I appreciate that. Um, so I would say moving those two forward for the Thomas and Victory Puzzles respectively, which still gives us two each to yeah. choose between here. Um, so we're kind of going the, the slightly glitchy route for the chocolate, which might mean we don't. Which might mean we don't need the uh, katana, um, per se. Of the ones that I did, uh, for victory poses for starters, 
Uh, the Kunai one and the and the superhero pose one are both good. That's right. I want I want the superhero pose one. I like that one a lot. Okay, yeah, you can just imagine that character doing it. And yeah. Like a shitty I mean, I, that's something um, I had considered, too. And then I was just like, yeah. But, I, I, yeah. but I'm down for it. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I would like that. Just, just to uh, kind of have a little bit of ninja with the bread, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so we got we got those two down. Um, what, do we want to, what do we want to do with that last victory post? We've already gotten this far. We have the um, stat, two punch... And then we have uh, the kunai with the with the zoom in. Uh, tell me your kunai one again. Uh, all right. So the kunai uh, one was where uh, the camera's zooming in towards his face, and he winks at the apex of that zoom, like a second into it, and shoots a kunai with a slingshot towards the camera. So it breaks the camera glass, and the camera tips over. Okay. Yep. And then there's uh, drinking a milk mustache and one-two punch with a candy cane. Personally, I think it's between the one-two punch and the kunai. Because the milk mustache is good. It's also similar to chocolate. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So between the one-two punch and the kunai, they're, they're two very different things. I mean, they, they kind of accomplish the same idea of showcasing his ability. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of as a ninja. But, uh... Which one is better? Something I will say about uh, what I have planned for my moveset. That while I do have Peppermint uh, in, mm-hmm. being used somewhere, I don't have a Kunai uh, being mm-hmm. used at all. So Got that it. could be a point to ku- for it. Kunai. True. True. Uh, it might be something we revisit after we hit the moveset, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I do have a Kunai in mind, and it's kind of where I, uh, hmm. Interesting. Um, shoot. What do we, what do we want to do here? Do we want to make a decision just now, or should we move back to taunts, or? I mean, sure, sure. let's look at taunts. Let's look at taunts. Okay. Because maybe we'll move something into the victory poses. Got it. So chocolate's locked in for taunts right now. Yeah. We have the, uh, the bowing with with his smile, and then we have the uh, Zool mask, <laughs> and then headband slipping, break dance, and break dance. Mm-hmm. What was your wait? Right. What was your third time? Right. Oh, it was the candy. We already mixed it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So break dance, headband, Zool, bow. If we go with the one-two punch and a bow for the victory pose, we don't have to have a bow as a taunt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking... I'm kind of thinking here. <sighs> Headband falling. Zool mask. One-two punch. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. And I agree, because um, coming into the, the kunai thing, I mean, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's something less unique. We yeah. can do it for ninja characters. Any ninja. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Any ninja, or even just like any character, like a bruiser-style character. It could be like a wrestler who does it or something. So. Mm-hmm. 
a burrito bison. Even. Yeah. Yeah, have Zangief in the game, and there you go. Have him throw the camera. The red cyclone. Because <laughs> you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. I need to make a Zangief assist trophy. I feel like he's a he's he'd be a very good choice. I mean, everybody knows what the move would be. It'd be his cyclone. Mm -hmm. But uh, I should I should pencil that one down. Actually, where are my notes for that shit? <laughs> there they are. New ideas Everywhere. tab. I wonder if I actually had him written down already. Probably not, but it does make sense. Makes sense. It's it's a good yeah. one to just throw in there. One of those. Guys. I don't have any Street Fighter characters in my short notes. Oh, that's because at the time I was only doing one per third party. That's why he's mm -hmm. not there. And I had done Ken well, before Smash Ultimate added Ken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive. Eh. Where Ken is in Smash with Incineroar. Fucking Grinch. Mm-hmm. Never not better. Anyways, uh, now we've got our taunts and victory puzzles all settled out. We can finally get on to the moves. Which... Oh, sweet. Oh, Angle. boy. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, 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 boy. Yeah. This is going to be wild, I'm sure. Uh, I will say, with mine, uh, well, at, least, like, like, at least three of my moves, while they are in places that they are in, they could easily move to other spots. Because uh, actually, just mm -hmm. like like an hour before we started recording this, I rearranged some of them. Uh, mm -hmm. to, to kind, of, kind of think, mostly because one move, I didn't want to do it uh, the way I had initially envisioned. I had a better idea, so I had to rearrange the other ones, put them in different spots to make it work. Mm -hmm. But uh, you want to go first for these as well? Sure, me as well. Uh, just continue that streak. So let's. All right. Um, this will be an interesting juxtaposition. Yes, it will. Well, these it, the standard special is the candy cooling. Okay. Uh, and so in Ninja Bread Man, the actual Wii title, one of the worst games of all time, according to a lot of people. Sure, sure. Uh, and future old classic after this episode. Uh, Ninja Breadman pulls out his trusty slingshot. So, I mean, you get a slingshot, you shoot it in the first person, you use the Wii motion controls, and it's terrible. Like, the aim is ridiculous. And I don't know why you're shooting Kunai from a slingshot. Anyway. So I thought he shot gumdrops. That's what I thought he shot thought in the so game. Too. I thought so, too. Maybe I forgot and my reading was wrong, but the, we're just going to roll with it. We'll roll with it. We'll see what happens here. We'll roll with it. Yep. So Ninja Bridman pulls out his trusty slingshot, and a uh, pulsing red and green crosshair appears. So, uh, unlike Poochie's pup toss, where, you know, the reticle's free moving, and it goes up and down, and like, so, uh, the reticle, or rather, where the reticle's fixed, this reticle's free moving. So the player can select a placement within reasonable boundaries, mm -hmm. kind of like how Yoshi's Island, Yoshi, you can kind of aim it within a certain frame and have that freedom of movement. Um, so where the reticle lands is the general direction in which Ninja Birdman will shoot the fast-moving candy kunai made of pure candy cane. Okay. Once the special attack button is unleashed, so um, you hold, press and hold B, move it around, let it loose. Uh, it's sizable. It's it's pretty big. It's like the size of a Yoshi egg. Uh, and it can pack a decent wallop on first contact. 
uh, following this first kunai being unleashed, the special attack button, um, press the special attack button in rapid succession, like right after the first one's out, and he'll shoot two more in that exact same direction. All right. Yeah, I miss that. Okay. Yep. My move is called Holiday Blast. For this, he's going to, Ninja Bread Man is going to pull out a large candy cane. He's going to hold it like a shotgun. Just get that <laughs> image in your head. Okay, okay, got that. Now, when he uses this move, he's going to be firing out what's essentially like a shotgun blast of peppermint shrapnel that just comes firing out of this candy cane like it's a gun. Uh, it's it's short range because you know like a shotgun blast kind of has like that that blasting pattern, but you can also hold it down, which will change the cone of it and to to narrow the beginning of it down quite considerably, but it will shoot out farther and you know still widen out as it goes. We can either go for the really quick blast right in front of you, or a farther out blast that just travels a little bit more. Uh, when I say peppermint shrapnel, originally the idea was going to be that it was going to be uh, uh, peppermint uh, shurikens, but I thought just so you know, it's like bits of shrapnel that's peppermint would look a little bit better. Kind of like 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 if you took a peppermint and you just smashed it with a hammer and all those little jaggedy pieces. Mm-hmm. That that's what it is. I no. It's like why doesn't it have nice. a shotgun? I don't know, and I don't care. I just like the idea of him holding a gigantic fucking candy cane, like a shotgun. <laughs> we may revisit that a little later. Okay, that's pretty great. That's All pretty right. great. Uh, side specials taken from uh, Ninja Bread Man Two concept art. Sure. So uh, it's called the ban- Banana Ring. Oh, okay. Ninja Breadman tosses his trusty foamy banana boomerang forward, the banana ring. So this is a piece of candy that's like a circus peanut that nobody Ugh. likes. But it's banana-shaped for some reason. Uh, and if this sweet treat can actually have an opponent, it'll bonk him on the head, and it'll come flying back to Ninja Breadman. Uh, so functionally, it works like Wink's boomerang, but it's faster moving and wider hitting. Uh, but given its sticky candy properties... The boomerang might stick its landing all too well and stay on an opponent's person upon contact. So okay. you're walking around with this banana, banana ring on your head or your, you know, on your body. Uh, if this happens, it's actually a nerf because Interbred Man can't summon it back until the current one is retrieved. So like run into the opponent and mm-hmm. grab it or it disappears like the opponent shakes it off or enough seconds pass. But uh, what is it just the opponent when it's on them? It sticks to them and, and makes their uh, makes it a little trickier to move. Like, it slows them down a little bit. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. My okay. side special is called Licorice Lash, which is just Oops. such a great name. So for this one, he's just got, like, a whip of licorice and just whips with it forwards. Uh, pretty simple, but and you know, because it's fair something like you can compare it to uh, uh, the Belmonts. But if he's in the air when he uses this, instead of whipping forwards with it, he will instead use it to swing forwards, very much like a Spider-Man style web swing. <laughs> he doesn't shoot web or anything. He just like he uses it to like just swing forwards a bit in an arc. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. It's a good option for doing some damage, and also, you know, more damage at the end of it. 
but then if you need to do some horizontal recovery, Licorice Slash brings you forwards. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Which brings us into my up special. Is it Licorice? No, it's not Licorice, but it's close. Is it Twister? I, um... Yeah, no, no. It's it's like a nurture up actually. It's um I mean that's that's it, that's it, licorice. Yeah. Yeah. True and true enough. It, it's called a uh, candy shot or candy rope, I couldn't decide. But mm -hmm. it, it's again, Ninja Brand Man 2 is gonna have a hook shot. So in in some ways it's actually So they were just trying to turn they were trying to make Ninja Brand 2 into Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting out yeah. of this. Okay. Yeah. So far, uh, so he throws his candy rope upwards, mm -hmm. so like lashing it upwards. Um, and if he connects with a platform, the rope will stick and he can instantaneously pull himself up like Joker, like Violet, whatever, right? Um, if it connects with an opponent, though, Ninja Breadman will leap upwards. They're using the opponent as a bastion to throw himself from off of. So he's grabbing them, leaping into the air, and simultaneously throwing them towards the ground. Uh, then remnants of that rope, because it's licorice, it's it's sticky, sticky sweet, it can again stick on the opponent and temporarily ensnare them, like, because it's a rope, and leave them unable to move until they can shake it off. Okay. And, uh, that's that. See, Licorice Slash was initially an up special. That would have been just, like, your standard, mm -hmm. oh, it's the... It reaches for a platform and it pulls you towards that bloody blah. I changed it because I didn't want that. Uh, but I didn't mm -hmm. have the whole element of like being able to grab people and ensnare them or whatnot. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we we both had our ways to try and change it. Mm -hmm. My up special was originally the down special. Before I, I gave myself an argument for how it could work. This is Kawarimi no Ginger. It's the classic ninja teleportation slash counterattack technique that they do. So, you know, puff of smoke, shoot himself up in the air. And for the most part, generally speaking, that could just be it. But if you use this move as a counter when somebody is hitting you, then while you're at the top of your jump, Ninja Brandon will send down a cluster of kind of various candies just like combined together with uh, gum holding it all in one, and you see a couple red hots that are just like flashing, because this is a bomb. It's a candy bomb. And he throws it down, and on contact, it explodes. So it's an AoE counter that sends him up into the air. Nice. Similar, in essence, to Greninja's down special, but with more vertical height, and you don't have any of the side tackling of it that is a way to make the uh typical counter not so typical mm -hmm. so that's that's pretty cool and i, and I like the name <laughs> god what do you mean no ginger like, yeah um i had to look up what that technique was called because like i knew it was mm -hmm. something i couldn't remember the whole name but i was like okay how mm -hmm. worry me and then like he's a gingerbread man so no ginger Right. Instead of no jutsu right. or whatever right. it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be no jutsu, but I don't remember for sure. Yeah. It's it's like the, the split body of ginger. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. My down special is uh 
Gumball Bomber. So, um, Ninja Breadman, I mean, you mentioned gumball projectiles. So, Ninja Breadman is holding a seemingly innocuous gumball in his hand. And while holding this gumball, you can move left and right on the stage mm -hmm. and, ang and kind of loosely angle its descent. So, it's like Snake's Grenade, right? So, once thrown, and once it makes contact, rather, the gumball explodes upon impact into a bunch of tinier gumballs. Okay. So it's gum, gumball shrapnel. It's dangerously high impact, dishing out strong damage and knockback upon contact. The mini gumball shrapnel can travel basically a couple of curvies forward in any direction. So it uh, makes for an AOE blast zone. And uh, trade off being it's a little easy to telegraph. Uh, the gumball moves a little snow slower than Snake's Grenade. Um, otherwise, little pieces of the gumball might break off too, and you could, you might be able to eat them and heal yourself. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So my non-special is called Gumdropper. <laughs> now, I should clarify, this, this is not gum, like a gumball. It's mm -hmm. those gummy candies, gumdrops. That's, that's what this mm -hmm. is based off of. Uh, it's two gumdrops attached together by you know, probably another kind of like a small piece of licorice or a rope, you know, but can't, we're candifying it into licorice for sure. Why not? So it's like a bolo. Nice. Ninja bread man is getting ready to throw the bolo of these gum ball, gum drops, tosses it. If it makes connection with the character, hits them, damages them, sends them to the ground, like tripping, but with damage. And they have to take a little bit before they can get back up. Which can give you mm -hmm. enough time to either get away from them or get up towards them and continue hitting them. <laughs> nice. Nice. Candy bolos. That's entertaining. <laughs> That's entertaining. Well, speaking of entertaining, mm. why don't we um, ring off the new year with something suitably enchanting. Okay. My final smash for Ninja Breadman is called Baker's Dozen. Oh, okay. So Ninja Breadman, finally getting a little bit of your energy here, I feel, with uh, more of a candy distinction, because so far it's been, why not just do it with candy, and if it fits Ninja, great. Mine has been, let's work within the kind of confines of Ninja Dump for better or for worse with candy. This is a little different. Okay. All right. So, Baker's Dungeon. Ninja Bread Man takes a giant steel kitchen paddle. So, you're thinking of like a wooden stove. Like like something you'd put a pizza on traditionally when you're cooking. Uh, a frying. Um, yeah. I mean, I put a pizza on a pizza pan. That also works. That also works. Um, yeah, you look it up. It's it's a steel kitchen paddle. You you'll see it in like traditional like Hansel and Gretel, whatever. Um, sure. He gets the he gets that paddle, and he slams it down onto opponents. This is a uh, cinematic final smash. Sure. If it connects, opponents are taken to a cinematic. They find themselves the size of normal gingerbread men, set next to several unbaked gingerbread men, on a baking pan. 
so the characters are looking around. They're noticing that there's other gingerbread men on the sheet waiting to be baked because they're unbaked. Mm-hmm. And they're terrified by the figure looming over the baking sheet. And it reveals itself to be a very vengeful ninja bread man. And with a devilish smirk, ninja bread man lifts the baking sheet up with the paddle and sets them into the wood stove fire to leave them to bake. The cinematic dissipates and the opponents are sent flying. With a fiery uh, effect, with, I hope. With a fiery effect, yes. And anyone with over 100% damage is auto KO. Okay. All right. I don't know why you have a history of disturbing <laughs> Final Smashes. I don't know what the deal is, but I feel like it actually works in this case. Yeah. When you said Baker does, yeah. when you said Baker's dozen, two thoughts came to mind for me because it was like either okay, a bunch of gingerbread are about to come out and attack these people, or they go in an oven. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, for my final smash, I actually had a hard time coming up with something that I liked. Uh, so what I have is, like, admittedly, it's kind of subpar. Uh, but it's called Sugar Storm. Uh, it, this is basically Greninja's final smash. He's going to dash forward with his sword, which, you know, is different than the startup for, for Greninja's. Uh, but he'll hit somebody, knock them up into an area of the state. And he'll just, like, keep on coming at them from different angles, hitting them with his sword. Uh, but that's just like an added little particle effect to it. The sword is dripping with sugar. So it's just like these little sugar things falling all over the screen. It doesn't do anything. It's just purely aesthetic. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's basically Greninja's Final Smash, but with Ninja Bread Man. I didn't have anything that I really liked for it. So that's what I came up with. Nice. I like the name nice. Sugar Storm. Well, I, also I, considered, like I also considered Sugar Slicer. And I was, I was trying What's to do something. I was trying to do something with just like with sugar itself as a pure thing, but yeah, I either came mm-hmm. up with that or just like having sugar literally falling down and doing something like a Peach and Daisy uh, passive Final Smash. But I right. didn't right. like what I had, so I was just like, yeah, screw it. Maybe John will have something better. It's not like it doesn't work yeah, for the character, it's... so. Yeah, it still exactly. fits. What's funny is that you took more of a ninja aesthetic, and then I took more of the candy aesthetic yeah. for that final yeah. thing. That's <laughs> I, I was amused by that as well. That's funny how that works. Um, but we have one more move left before we're done. We with this. do the extra skill. The, the extra skill. Um, so if you don't know what an extra skill is, you can you can look at previous episodes we've talked about. This it, it's essentially so. it's a. To boil it down to its simplest terms, it's a fifth special move that we just like to do because why the hell not? You activate it by Precise. pressing special button plus shield. Yep. Many other fighting games have done it. I think Ultimate actually ended up doing it with a couple characters in the end. Inkling. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, extra skill here. Uh, Ninja Birdman's extra skill is called Donut Wheel, and I will please request for you to bring the image up on the screen. Yep. So what you're looking at is a uh, concept art from Ninja Breadman 2 Blades of Fury for the Nintendo Wii, which was unfortunately canceled in its prime. Uh, yeah, really take that in. That's that semi-official-ish like, artwork for a video game. Like, just just look at it. I, I could do better than that crap. Uh <laughs> You should. 
they really took that frame of perspective in. Like you can really see Ninja Breadman's confidence as he's whirling away from that donut. Sure. And is it like a root cake donut? Because that's what it looks like. Uh honestly, yeah, so, it kind of looks like it. That or it's an M M&M and M cookie. Interesting. That too. Well, there's a hole in the middle. Did, did Ninja Breadman I mean, gank it out? I mean, you could make cookies and just like cut the hole out from the middle of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> with that being said, um, what we're looking at here leads into the extra skill. So, inspired by this lovely image, we're just going to pretend that it's a donut. Ninja Breadman jumps on top of one of these donut-shaped cohorts of his, and it rolls forward like a speeding wheel. Okay. He's riding it like Kirby would a wheelie. And, I mean, it just gives him extra mobility. He's capable of jumping gaps with it, like a, like an animal buddy in Donkey Kong Country. Uh, it steers fairly well for a donut. Uh, you can be knocked off, of course. When you're knocked off, the donut unceremoniously and sadly breaks upon, breaks apart. Okay. So you have to wait a few seconds to bring it back and whatever. Uh, and it becomes a bunch of little donuts that anyone can eat, uh, potentially. Uh, move over opponents fast enough, and you can ground them into the into the earth. Yada yada. There you go. Okay. But look at that. That's what it'll look like. So it's essentially a more controlled version of like Jigglypuff's rollout, Wario Wario's bike, those sorts of moves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because if anyone screams precision, it's Ninja Breadman. Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on. He's a ninja. Duh. Look at that. Look at the gameplay. I mean, look at how fast he moves and all the contact mm-hmm. correction that needs to be done. It's like the opposite of Bubsy 3D. Like, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I don't know. Uh, as for me, my extra skill is called Whipped Fluff. It's, he just places a little thing of whipped cream on the stage. It's, you know, it's got that typical spiral that, you know, you would see when you have whipped cream on something, I guess. I don't like whipped cream. It's stupid. Um, but he, he puts it there. And, you know, that's all he does. But if an opponent makes contact with the whipped cream, it will kind of get all over them in a way that, like, kind of like a Inkling's um, ink. Except it'll be more like bits of fluff in different spots and not just like, oh, you're just colored in a cover. Originally, this is where the cotton candy move is going to be, but I, it didn't really, f- I couldn't envision the cotton candy working as well in the same thing, whereas whipped cream fits the idea a little bit better. But yeah. when they uh, when they have this whipped cream on them, their, uh, their movement speed is slowed. Not to a considerable mm-hmm. degree, but enough that it's definitely noticeable and it will fuck up people's timing. Uh, I'm thinking that it slows them to about 0.8 times their normal speed. Well, I guess I should say 80% of their normal speed. So again, you know, it's not, it's not like like a timer would do to you. It's not like a timer item, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not that it's like, this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. It's enough to to mess up your momentum, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just a trap that I, I like... he plays out, and you want to try and get other people to run into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like it, and I and I like that um, it functions similar to Ink on Splatoon, that's true, but it doesn't look similar to it, which uh, with whipped cream might be mm-hmm. a bit 
And it's a, it's a, it'll be a good tactic to use for like if somebody like a Jigglypuff, a Jigglypuff is trying to use rollout. Be like, okay, sure, mm-hmm. use rollout. Whipped cream. That's gonna fuck you up. Yep. And you know it hangs around I you for a few so. seconds, uh, but you know if the character is moving around enough, they kind of like shake it off a little bit faster. But I would say they probably have it on them for a good. Actually, I need to look and see like how long Inkling's Ink lasts. I wouldn't want it to be like the full length of time of Inkling's Ink because that'd be too fucking long. But uh, maybe yeah. like whatever is the halfway point. Because uh, I was kind of feeling like seven to eight yeah. seconds, but I want it. I feel like it needs to be comparable in some way to uh, Inkling's Ink. Right. Right. Jigglypuff would say when attacked by a whipped fluff, it would say. Whip fluff, whip fluff. Holy whip shit. Fluff. So ink uh, will disappear depending like smallest amount to largest amount by the <clears> twenty <throat> seconds. Holy jeez. damn. See, I'm gonna say jeez. seven to eight seconds for the whip fluff. And you can't get more of it to um happen again. If you get if you touch whip fluff again, it just resets the timer essentially. Mm-hmm. Sweet. All that right. Cool. And uh, now we have a moveset. Yeah, well, well, we have two. We have two movesets. We got to make yeah. it one, and I think we're going to have problems. <laughs> well, I can give you one right off the bat. Okay. Not to be presumptuous. The final smash should... Uh, do we agree that yeah. maybe we can, we can give the dark final smash a... Yeah, Not this time. Baker's doesn't. Okay, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in agreement here. It's fetish. They can finally be done with this. Hey, I mean, mine was just Greninja's, so. Yeah. I didn't yeah. expect to win the so, final smash. Let's get it out of the way, because this might be the only one that I win, to be honest with you. Look at yeah. the rest of this moves. Yep. Yeah. Um, mine were fairly... This is what happens when you listen to, uh, what was her name again? Uh, Data Design Interactive. Mm-hmm. Data Design Interactive. Your moveset concepts were blatant ripoffs of the Legend of Zelda franchise and a uh, little bit of the Mario franchise, but bad. And in so forth, copying your designs for Ninja Breadman 2, Blades of Fury, and bringing them into the Smashscape. We really didn't learn a whole lot that was unique besides it being candy themed. Nope. And uh, you kind of suck, but really did try to give you a nod. And I'm really thankful that um, that none of you are watching right now. Shit. And uh, and I also like the picture of the donut that you did. <laughs> that was pretty interesting. You can bring it, bring back the company as like a children's book manufacturer and put that into into work. The, um, the sad thing is that like a game about a ninja less, ninja redman is actually a really interesting concept, but they just did they just yeah. fucking sucked. It's like what what is this? All your games are trash. So the same thing with a different world and a different character. They could have just all been one game. You could have made something. Yeah. But you're you're stupid. Yeah. You know what I will give them is Ninja Breadman is a better concept on paper than Anubis the Second or Rock and Roll Adventure. Yeah. It's like that is more generic than the shit that 
I see on Brain Pop. Like, come on. <laughs> if you want a kid's adventure, go to brainpop.com. Anyway. Well, or uh, take part in interactive Yoshi fan fiction like I did when I was eight years old. After those uh, self-insert yourself remarks that mean we will never be sponsored by digital fuck ups. Uh, oh, dead. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's I know. <laughs> Maybe we can bring him back to life. But here. man, we could have gotten the Plague of Bread Man too, and we could have gotten them as soon as a copy to review it. But now you've just ruined Imagine. the whole thing. Imagine if that gets on the market on eBay or something and we buy it. <laughs> Honestly, if somebody... Actually, no, it's a Wii game. I can't I can't record the Wii very well. Damn it. I might be able to... Wii U has Thank an H... For... Wait, Wii U has a HDMI port, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. If somebody so. buys me Ninja Bread Man 3, I will record gameplay footage. Ninja Bread Man 3. <laughs> no, for the Wii, I said. Oh, for the Wii. Okay, that works. Data design. But I ain't buying it myself. <laughs> me either. Me either. Um, just thank you for making a character in a game that makes me feel the same way as I felt. Thank you for giving us content. On the NES and, uh, and also this episode, it was great. So this episode may be your greatest accomplishment and legacy. That's fucking sad. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you so much. Well, that being said. Um, that being said, move set. <laughs> that was a fun interlude. Um, <laughs> okay, move set. There are striking similarities in some of these moves. Um, we, it's funny, even though we went to different directions, mm -hmm. we still accomplished some of the same things. Like Candy Rope and Liquor Slash are similar. Uh, Gumball Bomb and Gumdropper, not Gumdropper, but elements of Kawarimi no Ginger are similar. And Gumball Drop Bomb, uh, bomb and um, Holiday Blaster have similar elements as well with the shrapnel. Yeah. Um, that being said, how do we move forward with this? I have my thoughts, fairly pronouncedly, but I wanna. I also want to hear from you on this first. Uh, my, my my thoughts are a little bit complicated in that I love Holiday Blast. I love the the candy cane shotgun. It's like the the image in my mind is just amazing. Like something uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger would do. <laughs> Uh, I love the idea of being able to, like, swing on a piece of licorice. It's kind of Spider-Man style. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. a little bit less attached to. Uh, but Gumdropper, also just, like, nothing Nothing is like that in Smash. Like, mm -hmm. a bolo type attack. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, long range, you try to hit opponent, knock him down. That's cool. Like, that, that's, like, I like that one a lot, too. Whip Fluff, I'm kind of... It's, a, it's, it's an interesting idea. It's a different kind of move, but I'm not as attached to that one, either. But Holiday Blast, Gumdrop, and Liquor Flash, I like the three of them all so much. Yeah. And so do I. And to be honest with you, I went on that rant mm -hmm. partly because I think... I kind of felt that's what you were doing. That, that I thought that's what was we were doing there. Saying, like, your, your concepts yeah. suck. I made moves based off of them, but we're not using them because your concepts suck. It's like, is that what he's about to say? 
That's what I thought you were doing. That's what I wanted to get at. Because my moves... Nice. There, there's yeah, elements that are fine. interesting. The banana, the banana ring with the slowdown, uh, the gumball with the shrapnel. The candy rope has a little bit of an extra flair. Uh, candy kunai in a, in a reticle situation for some reason is interesting. But I do think with uh, yours come with more of the spirit of the holidays and would really make Santa's belly rumble if we were at least to choose maybe three of them, if not all of them. I also have an idea. Mm hmm I don't know the name for it right now. What what was your, what was your boomerang's name again? Banana ring. You that was that. also uh tweak this a little bit. But extra yeah. skill. Put put that on the extra skill. Banana, it's a banana Sunday now. <laughs> it's a banana Sunday boomerang. <laughs> so it's got the banana, it's got the whipped cream. Mm -hmm. And you're, you throw it, and maybe, maybe it doesn't ever come back. Maybe just like, unless it doesn't hit somebody. But if it hits somebody, maybe it always sticks to them and it applies. Uh, mm -hmm. pro probably a shorter term slowdown because it's a range attack, just to add a little bit of fairness to it. Okay, com combine those two elements together and for the extra skill. Very good. Very good. I, I like that idea. Um, Maybe we can sit off that right? donut. Yeah. I, it's a little... It's... It's it's a... It comes off the tongue easily. Yeah. And you, you still got the same thing accomplished. Who cares if you get a little bit of chocolate and whipped cream on that banana? Your mama don't care. And neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> and as for the donut... The, the scary donut and that concept art. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll find another way to use that. <laughs> oh, I will oh, make a donut enemy and put it Make it, a, make it an it. item. Make it an item. Oh, and, and ride it around. Okay. Yeah, why not? There's no item like that. You know, every bit of Ninja Red con Man content that we can make, I mean, I support it. Let's, like, if Smashtopia Wiki has, like, 20... Ninja Bird Man submissions? There's not enough content Cheers. in Ninja Bird Man to create 20 submissions. Is that a new challenge? There's like <laughs> two enemies in the game. There's a character that's a stage, and we just bullshitted an item from concept art of the second game that never got made. That's about all you can do. That's not a, <laughs> that's not a challenge. That's a statement of fact. Yep. So, um... I guess we have a move set. Do we? What about this? What about this, the regular special moves? Because we didn't solidify that. You said let's pick at least three, but then we never picked. Because I jumped into yeah, the extra the skill. Because my my problem yeah, is like the way. ones the ones I like the most are holiday blast, gumdropper, and the great flash. Up special mm -hmm. I'm most attached to, but your up special is essentially liquid flash, but utilized normally, like most of those kind of lash right. type moves are. Right. Right. So yeah, this is this is what I have proposed. This is the the the, the full extent of my rant mm -hmm. case. The final smash and the extra skill, um Baker's dozen and banana rang, some nods to my concepts. The rest, holiday blaster, liquor slash, kawa rimi no ginger, and gumdropper, uh should be the moveset. 
Hold on. Yeah. What was your down special again? Uh, the gumball bomb functions like a grenade. Has shrapnel similar to Holiday Blaster. Okay. I was trying to I was trying to think of something to mix in more of your stuff in it. Like I was trying to think of like how I can turn liquor slash into a, a up special. And I was thinking like make it be a liquor like the normal lash if you just press the one, but holding it will let you get the Spider Man swing. But then it was like, okay, right. now side special needs to be something we've already kind of combining banana ring onto the extra skill. Uh gumdropper could be a side special, but then what would be the new down special? And I was thinking maybe the bomb work, but it's does sound a little too similar. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm I'm Dang. fine. I am I feel at peace with myself and at peace with uh data design interactive this fine day. Hmm. Um and if I really feel like in the future maybe these moves can be put to the test somewhere else with another character, we'll just make Ninja Bread Woman. <laughs> I, I'm also trying to wonder if it's like swapping or splitting the whip fluff and the banana ring apart, but then we don't want to have two slowdown moves. And I don't know what else to apply to either of the other to make them be unique. So I'm, I, I'm trying to think of hey. something that works to like preserve more of your stuff, but I, I think that we move forward because remember my stuff is also Ninja Bread Man's official stuff and it speaks to Ninja Bread Man himself that <laughs> we're not choosing a lot of his stuff. Fair um, enough. Maybe if we ever get a sequel to introduce you, another character, we can give him those moves. Mm-hmm. Baker's Dustin is all that I cared about out of this entire set. <laughs> Ninja Bread yeah, Master. He, he, whoever yeah. taught him these techniques can have that move set. There you go. Is I don't even think there's anyone in that training dojo. It's just like Isn't oh there, yeah. I thought, I thought like there was a character though. I thought there was. Oh, okay. Well, we can make them. I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick. Also, you said that this would be the most famous thing that Batman gets. No, Game Grumps played the game. That that has us beat. Nice. Not for long. <laughs> I mean, I think it has us forever. Wait for the collab. I don't think they know who we are. Ingrams, if you know who we, we are, prove me wrong, because I really don't think I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, just what would you do if you saw a lister right now? Oh, an another one of their games was uh, Myth Makers, Trixie, and Toyland, I think. They, they had a toy-themed one as well. I, mean, I, I thought that was the movie, but maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not finding anything of a picture of, like, his, I thought he had, like, a... I thought they showed, like, in the, the training dojo there's a character, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. not. Maybe it was Memorex. Um, Ninja Bread, man, what a, what a pleasure this has really, truly been. Um, yeah. Uh, but we have a little bit more to discuss about this character, though. Yeah, we do. Special abilities, do. special techniques. Uh, I think it's plain and simple, wall jumping. Well, yeah, wall jumping... Uh, how do we feel about crawling for this character? Should he crawl? Yeah. 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 Wall jumping it is. All right. Um, and besides that, I guess we're talking alternate costumes now, right? We are. And the only thing I really have to like, 
I, I guess there's two potential ideas. One, just change the bandana into little belt to different colors, which is the costumes, and keep the cookie the same. Or, I don't know, can you make the cookie be different kinds of cookie? Like, can you have one, like a chocolate chip? Can you do a snickerdoodle? I don't, I don't know how that looked, but those are the only two ideas I had. Uh, so, my ideas verged on changing the banana as well. The um, banana or the bandana? Oh, <laughs> maybe both. Oh. So, um, so I actually listed a few, and they're they're fairly simple and non-offensive. I went with a holiday theme, Christmas theme. Uh, you have your default. You have uh, blue, a blue bandana with a Yeti insignia, similar to like the one from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, or an elf insignia, a star, a mistletoe, a snowflake, a reindeer, uh, Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus, and jingle bells. Switching between blue, green, yellow, pink, purple, orange, black, white, and silver and gold. Okay. Sure. And, uh, that's that's the thing that I, that's what I did. Fuck it. Um, why not? It's better than what I had. Yeah, why not? Uh, for once in this episode. And then we just have a we have a home stage. Okay. Yeah, and, and the home stage is Ninja Bread Dojo. Ninja Bread Dojo, which I don't even think they called their own dojo. I think they just called it Training Grounds. I don't think they even called their world anything. They called it Candyland. Well, I can't I do that because that's Burrito Land. Bison's home stage. Yep. Because that's it's where the gummy boring. candies are from in that game. Yep. And it's a better game than Ninja Bread Man. Most games are right here. Maybe E.T. and that at odds. Yeah. But uh, I think that's it. Uh, everything to discuss on Ninja Bread Man. Uh, we knew coming this one, coming into this one, it was going to be very wild and weird. And you have something to say? Oh, do I? I made some Ninja Bread Man fan on the spot for you guys. Oh um, God! So, so this is Ninja Bread Master. He looks like Ninja Bread Man. But um, he has the aura around him that signifies that he's mastered the arts of mystical kung fu. And he also has a long beard. <laughs> I'll find this and sell it for 50 bucks on the Supercast Brothers eBay page. So if anyone wants this, just let me know. And Actually, you know what? We'll send this out. We'll send this out to whoever wants it for free. I will sign it. I will send it to Lister and have him sign it. <laughs> here's, a, here's a... Next time on Supercast Brothers, we've got a Smash or Dash episode there for all go. of you. Uh, this one, we're going to be bringing on a guest. It's going to be the return of Kelly Jelly, which also means the return of the Kelly Jelly special. Uh, we'll be doing oh, four buddy. more characters that Kelly has uh, created in Paul Smashtopia Wiki. And we'll be debating between them, not in a battle royale this time around, uh, but between them, who would we smash and whose helps we dash? Uh, if you want to try and guess what character we're going to be focusing, you can always go to the Smashtopia Wiki yourself and look up what characters he's made, because they're all there. So, there's that. But until then, uh, we will see you all next time. Bye, everyone. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. 
Ganbare Minasa. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and everything else holidays that I don't know and can't even. I don't. I don't know. Happy, Enjoy happy this time of the year and whatever you do during it. Eat lumpia. <laughs>